0: Welcome to the Zach on Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Zach Hughes. Today's episode is entitled, To Approve or Deny, That is the Question. In my role at work, there are many things that I'm asked to approve. Usually, I don't think about that as being a core part of my job. I usually like to spend time on collaborating, strategy, building culture, and other fluid aspects. However, there is a large chunk of what I do that is simply binary. Do I approve or do I deny? I recently stopped and took inventory of all the things I need to approve. Here are some examples that aren't even close to comprehensive. I approve expense reports, purchase requisitions, invoice payments, job requisitions, compensation changes, audit action plans, audit remediations, security exception requests, production change requests, project change requests, architecture designs. And that's just to name a few. I am the red tape. Employees often bemoan the red tape in an overly bureaucratic organization. They feel as if they must jump through hoops in order to get things done, and it's exhausting. Looking back at the previous section, it's apparent that I am the red tape. I am the hoop. I don't want any more power than necessary. I desire to empower teams to make decisions to serve our customers and bring them value. Yet, I have a role to play in that process too. The Requester and the Approver There is a special relationship between the Requester and the Approver. The Requester wants to get things done. They want to make progress. In my experience, they are usually motivated to do the right thing. They want to successfully navigate the process so they can get about their business. The approver is in the way. The approver is the only thing stopping them from achieving the good thing they want to get done. The approver is a necessary evil, and in the eyes of the requester, questionably necessary in the first place. The pressure to rubber stamp. If you are in a position similar to mine, then you've felt the inherent pressure to approve everything that comes across your desk. There are three reasons I can think of, all of which are good. Number 1. I don't want to hold up people. Corporations are massive machines. Requests held up in approval queues are massive sources of waste and lost efficiency. Number two, it's bad enough that people wait in queue. It's even worse for them if I deny the request. That means a whole lot of rework and another round of waiting for the next opportunity for approval. Number three, it's not my favorite thing to do. I didn't become a leader because I want to read or listen to tedious requests. It's just not fun. I'd rather get on with more engaging work, so it's tempting to hurry through this piece. None of the above involve people pressuring me to do the wrong thing. These are just inherent in the nature of the work. What happens when I press the deny button? I press the deny button. I do. Not all the time, but frequently enough. I don't deny just for the fun of it, or because I'm on a power trip. I do it for legitimate reasons. Here are some of the legitimate reasons for denial. Number one, poor alignment. Sometimes people want to do things in an organization and have great motivation, but poor alignment. I have the advantage of perspective, where others sometimes lack it. I see from an enterprise vantage point. I understand our policies, strategies, and risk appetites. Sometimes requests need to be steered in a different direction. I appreciate the enthusiasm and take the opportunity to teach. Number two, poor quality. Sometimes people bring requests and haven't done the appropriate preparation. Their documentation isn't complete, they haven't done their research, in one way or another, they simply didn't do their homework and aren't ready to pass the gate of approval. In those cases, I try not to send people away for good, but the message is, go back, fix it, then come back and try again. Number three, auditability. In many of the approval processes I'm in, my role fulfills a specific control function of the organization. In the back of my mind, I remember that every decision I make is subject to review by an audit group. Is my decision defensible and reasonable? If my decision wouldn't make sense to an independent party, then perhaps I should pause. Number four, fraud. I'm on the lookout for fraud. I trust my team members and coworkers, but have a responsibility to verify that trust with a thorough review of everything I approve. Fortunately, I haven't personally encountered fraud, but it can happen, and I must be vigilant. In fact, my colleagues in the compliance and internal audit teams often flag evidence of bribery and corruption and or expense account fraud via invoices submitted for reimbursement. If fraudsters have the audacity to submit self-incriminating evidence, the least I can do as a leader is a thorough review of these invoices. There is one last reason I like to hit the deny button, but it didn't make the top four list. I like to see if the process can handle it. People are so conditioned to expect approval that I want to make sure that the process doesn't break if I actually deny something. Does our workflow account for it? Where do denied requests go? Are they appropriately redirected or escalated? Or do they get sucked into a black hole? Hopefully not. Compliance and Integrity. Compliance and integrity matter to me a whole lot. Therefore, I try not to look at approval processes as unnecessary bureaucracy or red tape, but instead, I look at it as an opportunity to raise the bar. Excellence doesn't just happen. A denied request isn't always pleasant, but if done right, it's a teaching opportunity to make the organization a little stronger. I'll do my part, and I'll expect you to do yours. If I deny your request, try not to take it personally. We're all working together to raise the bar. That's all for this week's episode of the Zacon Leadership Podcast.